going on protein shake it's your boy jerry the trx for washington this is episode number 259 of the trx for talks and today we're going to be talking about the key to happiness yeah buddy so i want to talk about this today because uh well uh i got my sister she's in town and we've uh, we've been kind of uh figuring some things out trying to get our our our, uh, our flow going trying to you know see how it works out and i was just thinking about this it was like you know my i love my siblings i love my sibling i only got one uh, I love my sister and I love my family, but living on your own is way different than living with someone else. And as I was thinking about that, like how it's so different, I was thinking about why I ended up deciding to do what I did and leaving off to college and literally just not coming back. And it was it was because, not because I don't like my family, but it's because I realized at an early age that the, the way to be happy and the way to... Uh, pretty much eliminate disappointment in your life is to rely on yourself. And growing up, I had a really, really supportive mom. I had a really supportive family. My mom and my sister were my my rock growing up. They were really strong people. Uh, But because of that, I realized that they wanted to be so helpful and they wanted to really do as much as they could for me because I guess I was, you know, the man of the family or whatnot, that I almost was like being enabled. I was almost like not able to stand on my own. And it, I felt, it felt great. Don't, don't get me wrong. It felt great to have someone and have, it felt great to have people supporting me. But at the same time, I wanted to kind of break out and do my own thing. And I just wasn't allowed. It's not that I wasn't allowed, but I was, I just didn't feel like I was able to do that because I had people that just wanted to help me out so much and they didn't want to see me fail at all. So (laughs) I had to step out there and try to almost purposely fail for a little bit because I just wanted to see what it'd be like to be able to stand on my own two feet and like come back from from whatever disaster, come back from chaos or whatever you want to call it. I just wanted to see what it'd feel like to stand on my own two feet and be a man. So uh, that's what I want to talk about today, not being a man, (laughs) but I wanted to talk about the key to happiness and how it's so important to be able to stand on your own two feet and how it's important to uh, get an idea of like what your strengths are, what your weaknesses are, and what is most important to work on. Because believe it or not, you might be surprised, and I'll tell you right now, a lot of people actually think about working on their weaknesses and working on having someone help, help them get their weaknesses stronger. And while that might be the case with personal training, or it might be the case with fitness, you kind of want to have an overall strength. You know, you don't want to let your weaknesses just go by the wayside and just keep working on your strength. That's how you end up with, like, <laughs> those cartoon bodies, right? That's how you have those people with those big old upper bodies and <laughs> small lower bodies, right? So you want to work on it, like, kind of evenly with your body. But when it comes to everyday life, it's a little bit of a different story. And we're going to be talking about that in today's episode. But before we get the episode underway, you know, I'd really appreciate it if you would share this podcast. I would appreciate it if you would uh, just send a link out to your friends. You know, the link's on the, the show notes or it's on whatever you're listening to on right now. You can also take a screenshot. You can put it up on your social media and send it to your friends that way. You can also just tell your friends. I would really appreciate that as well. Anyways, let's go ahead and get the show on the road. Episode number 259 of the TR Expert Talks. The key 
to a happy and healthy life. Lego! Hey, so let's get the episode underway. So yeah, uh, <laughs> I got my sister in town and uh, we're trying to get our groove here. We're trying to figure out like how we work, you know, like it's a little different when you have people that are in your house that when you've been, you know, living solo for years, you know, <laughs> so we're, we're getting our groove. We haven't had any disagreements or anything like that, uh, but we've been having uh, some, some, you know, some growing pains, so to speak, not even growing pains, but, you know, just an adjustment period. It's just like anything, you know, it's like no matter how much you care and love for someone, sometimes you just got to like figure it out on your own. And that's actually what I wanted to talk about today, not specifically uh, living with siblings or living with family members, but figuring it out on your own, you know. Uh, a long time ago, I actually figured out the key to happiness, or at least the key to not being disappointed. And it, it's simple. All you have to do is just rely on yourself more than you rely on others. Now, it's funny because like, I'm a personal trainer, and obviously I have my clients that kind of rely on me because they're you know, looking to me for fitness knowledge and looking, looking to me to encourage them. Uh, however, there's a, there's a certain point to where I can't really... Uh, be effective, you know, it's like if someone doesn't, someone completely does not believe in themselves, then I can't really help them, and I've had had clients in the past, you know, not recently, but in the past that really kind of treated me like I was their savior, and that's a really tough situation, it's a really tough position to be put in, because at the end of the day, I'm just a human being, you know, I'm just like you, and (laughs) a lot more like you than you probably think, and, you know, I have my I have my ups and I have my downs and I have my days where I just can't be there for people in the way in the capacity that they would like. Not because like I don't want to be there for them. It's just because, you know, I'm one person and I have other things on my plate, too. There might be I might have a client that might be going through it, but I might have three other clients that also might be going through it. And that can kind of weigh you down a little bit after a while. Not in like a negative way where I'm like grumpy or I'm like not respecting my clients or even not even not respecting myself. But it's just a matter of like I just can't provide what those people need because you know in all actuality there you know you can't really you can't draw your inspiration or your motivation or your uh appreciation (laughs) for life by trying to draw it from other people you know if you think about this it's like your attitude and your energy has to be like something that is going to power power and motivate you because like you can maybe get a little bit of motivation from other people and you can get a little bit of knowledge from other people but like at the end of the day like I I've done this before like when in respect to like say for instance having someone that uh, that's working with me I've had a couple people work with me over the years and I've always known that like you always got to take these precautions you got to make sure that like these people are going to show up these people are going to kind of like be respectful to your clients and these people are going to have be knowledgeable now, the thing is that, like, if I didn't know what I was doing, like, if I didn't have any idea of, like, what my, my trainers were supposed to do, then I would have no idea, like, what would be good. And I wouldn't know, like, what the best thing would be to help my client, given that I'd have someone else helping me out. So it's, like, the same thing with, like, your life and your fitness. Uh, let's, let's keep it in the fitness realm, at least for this, this part. Maybe we'll talk about this a little bit more in the conclusion. But... 
in respect to fitness, like you may have like a good trainer, right? But if you don't know like what you're doing at all, like that trainer can't really provide you with accurate feedback. Like if you have no idea, well, most people have some idea, but if you have like a very small knowledge base in respect to fitness and you really don't know like what particular exercises work and you have a trainer that might be working you in a way that's like not effective. Say for instance, if you have a limitation in your mobility and you can't squat properly. And there's way there's you know I'm talking about a regular squat the squat there's always modifications if you don't have the range of motion but say for instance you don't realize you don't have the range of motion and your trainer can cue you all day and say hey you need to do this this and this and this but if you have no idea like how a squat is supposed to work and if you have no idea like where you're supposed to be feeling it and why why you may not be able to get to that full range of motion well that trainer is not going to be very effective for you that trainer is going to be only as effective in the aspect in in a sense that he's going to he or she is going to help you get and stay motivated but if you, you that motivation is not going to last too long if a you're not getting results and b you're getting hurt so you know this is you know as i said we're kind of talking about this in the fitness realm but it applies to everyday life too you know like if you don't know like what your bank account's supposed to look like or if you don't know anything about investing i wouldn't suggest that you go out and like hire an investor for you or i wouldn't suggest that you go out and just start investing your money without like knowing what is supposed to happen with your money and what is supposed to go on with the your investments and how you can put your money into uh, tax savings accounts and all that other stuff that goes with uh, you know putting your money in a uh, putting your money in a safe and effective place so as i was saying like you have to kind of have an idea i wouldn't suggest that you have a trainer unless you have an idea of what you're doing now that's not to say that like you shouldn't get a trainer if you're just like starting off and not doing anything. But it's better that if you have an idea of what's going on, and if you have someone that can really that is really knowledgeable, it's possible that you might be able to work together to figure out what's going on. But at the end of the day, no matter how knowledgeable that trainer is, if you like I said, if you don't have knowledge of what your body is supposed to do, what exercises are supposed to do in general, well then you're going to be fighting kind of an uphill battle because you're going to be doing a lot of experimentation with your exercises and you're not going to be getting the the results that you want because like, you know, the training is not going to be specifically designed for you because well, it's going to be hard to design it for you because you don't even know what's good for you. So, nobody's nobody on this earth is really a psychic. I mean, there are some people, I guess, that have some psychic abilities, but nobody can like read people's minds and get inside people's bodies and know exactly how that body's supposed to move, you know? So, I've met some really good trainers. I've met some really good physical therapists along the way that have like way 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 more knowledge than I do. I'm not saying that they're better than I am, but I'm saying that they have way more knowledge than I that I do in terms of like how like specific systems work and stuff like that. Now, my specialty is obviously movement, and that's why I'm a personal trainer, not a physical therapist. But even even given that, sometimes I run across some perplexing situations, and that's, you know, I just kind of par par for the course. You know, like I'm a human being, and I'm not going to get everything right. So it can get frustrating sometimes if you have if you're starting from a like 
almost a zero standpoint and you're trying to get to level 10 and you have no idea even where to start. So I had talked about that yesterday. I was just thinking about that. But the most important thing is really just like if you're not knowledgeable about your exercise, I would highly suggest you just get on Google. That's like the easiest thing to do. Get on Google, look some, look some stuff up, you know, maybe try some exercise out on your own, go for a walk, do some very uh, low impact exercises, see how they work, see how your body's moving and then go from there. But I would never suggest that you go straight off the couch and go hire a personal trainer. Not because you, should, you shouldn't get a personal trainer, and not because I don't have faith in other personal trainers, but it's because you should have an idea of what your body's doing so that you can get the most effective training that you can. As I said, if you're not knowledgeable, if you have no idea what's going on, you're just gonna be, it's going to be a guessing game for both you and the trainer, and you're going to be spending a little bit of your money just guessing rather than spending your money getting results. So that's what I want to That's what I wanna leave you with here today. I'm going to see if I can maybe uh, conjure up a final thought here. If not, we'll leave it off right there. I really do appreciate you listening. And as always, keep good company. All right, so I'm going in. Yeah, buddy. So this is the conclusion here. So as I was saying, I touched on this just a little bit. Uh, Obviously, I was talking about exercise and how it's good to know, uh, just have a basic knowledge of what you're doing. When it comes to the gym, I would say the three basic exercises that you should probably have a a firm grasp of are squats, push-ups, and crunches. Because you can really like extrapolate that, or you can really kind of uh, get other exercises based on those exercises. Those are like the the standard exercises, I would say. And from there, you can make other exercises work because you'll have a general idea how your body is supposed to feel as they move through those different planes. And other exercises don't have much... They don't really differ that much from those three exercises. They're just slight variations. And for the most part, once you master those things, it's not going to be the, uh, that big of a deal to do other things. Now, you might not do them well, but you'll have an idea of how they work and you'll be able to train better because you'll have someone that is going to be able to uh, cue you a little bit better because you'll have a better idea how it's supposed to feel. Now, as it relates to everyday life, I actually touched on this as well in the episode. And uh, it's this, like you've probably heard this before, maybe you haven't, but it's important to work on your strengths and pass on your weaknesses. So what essentially what I mean here is like you probably heard this a lot and a lot of people actually do say the opposite of this and they say that like the pretty much in the American culture we talk about working on your weaknesses and making your weaknesses your strengths and trying to have no weakness and stuff like that but it's impossible and in fact by working on your weaknesses you actually take away you you you, you lose two ways you take away from the time that you could be dedicating to winning and you take away from your overall performance because of the fact that your weakness is never going to be your strength. It's just, it's just impossible. It might be, you might get it better, but it's never going to be your strength. So the way you can look at it is that you can start off with like maybe a B minus strength and a D plus weakness, right? Now, if you were to work on your strengths and punt your weaknesses, you could probably work your strength all the way up to an A, maybe A+. You punt your weaknesses, forget about them, and you know, pass them on to have someone else work on them. You can st- you'll have a D, 
But if you pass them on to someone else, maybe you have maybe a C, maybe a B minus, B plus. And now you think about the reverse, you work on your weaknesses and you punt your, your strengths, your B minus is going to remain. And the best you're probably going to be able to do is maybe a C plus. So you think about that, like on a scale of like one to five, A being one and F being five, you get an A plus and a B minus. What is that? A five and uh, well, yeah, uh, A being a five and a F being one. I'm gonna switch that. So you get an A being a five and a B minus being like maybe a a four or whatnot. Uh, maybe an A plus would be a five point five and a B minus would be a four or a three point. H or something like that, right? And that's definitely higher than uh, having a B minus and a C plus, which would be like a, uh, again, a 3.8 and maybe a 2.9 or something like that. You know, that's going to equal up to like about six. And then you're going to have, you know, like I said, your pluses or your your, your strengths, if you work on that, that's going to equal up to like something like an eight or a nine. So my math is off, but (laughs) you get the point of what I'm trying to say here. It's just like a matter of you working on your strengths is always going to always, always going to be more beneficial than you working on your weaknesses. So what I'm saying here is obviously you got to work on your weaknesses a little bit, right? I mean, you have to work on them. I wouldn't say completely punt them, but if it's a weakness of yours, just get a general understanding of what's going on. You don't have to be a professional at it, but you should just get a general understanding. And once you have a general understanding, essentially you'll be able to grade how other people are going to work work with you. So what the tactic here is, essentially, is as I, I kind of touched on it a couple moments ago, but... You work on your strengths, and if you work on your strengths enough, eventually those strengths are going to be strong enough that you're going to be able to hire someone or you're going to be able to get someone that's going to want to work with you because they're going to see that you're so strong. And if you can use those strengths to eventually get so good that you'll get someone that's got your weaknesses as their strengths, well, then you're going to be winning like exponentially because you're going to have two strengths instead of just one. So I just want you to consider that. It's just very important that you kind of have an idea. First of all, have an idea of what is wrong or what is not going right in, in your approach. From there, if you, you know, obviously you're not going to find everything out. But from there, once you have an idea of like what's going wrong and what you might need to do, well then you punt that, realize, okay, this is what I need to work on. Go and work on your strengths. Go and work on being great at whatever you're good at. And then from there, you find those people that have that ability to do those things that you realize that you cannot do. So that's what you consider today. Working on your strengths is important. Knowing what your weaknesses are important. But most important is to rely on and trust yourself. That is the most important thing to do. You can't rely on anybody to do better than what you're doing, at least in your strengths. Now, like I said, when it comes to your weaknesses, that's a different story, but when it comes to your strengths, you can't rely on someone else to do better than what you're doing. Because if someone is doing better than what you're doing, well then, you lose, my friend. If someone is stronger than you and your strength, well then you're going to (laughs) lose. Period. So, develop those strengths as much as you can and figure out what you can do about those weaknesses, but... 
most importantly, do not rely on someone else more than you rely on yourself, period, with a T. (laughs) Anyways, that's what I got for you today. I really do appreciate you listening whenever you're listening, whether it be morning, afternoon, or evening. Hey, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. And as always, keep good company.